Hey, and welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Play with Dougie Show. I am your host, Dougie Almeida, here from Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I'm learning how to line dance. And I'm blending in like Joe Pesci. Got a great show for you today. Very funny comedian, friend of mine, Mr. Jack Jr., from, uh, who's just blowing up this year, is doing a great job. And uh, we're going to have, just so we're going to have a few things, going to ask uh, Jack some questions. Jack Jr., some questions, let me ask you. And, of course, we're going to have our segment, Did You Hear? You know, a lot of shit going on you may not have heard about. And then, of course, we're going to play the old uh, word association game with our guest, Jack Jr. Without further ado, let's bring on Jack. What's up, buddy? Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, anyway, welcome, dude. What's up, man? How are you? Good, man. Well, I'm surprised I got you in one spot. I mean, every time I put on my every time I put on the computer, you're in Vegas, you're in fucking Phoenix, you're in fucking Canada. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I'm I'm actually at my parents' house right now. Just thought I'd visit them for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's always good. You know, you know, you know, and and you got a new baby, right? You got a new son. How old is your son? now? New baby. I I just bought a house. Uh, My son is uh, five months old right now. Wow. That's a lot, you know. It's got to be it's got to be a little hard to go on the road, right? When you Yeah, but it's also uh honestly it lit a fire in my ass to like kind of get out there and hustle even more, you know? Like I I was getting kind of comfortable where I was at and I said, "You know what? Let's get some stress. Let's have a baby and uh let's get some <laughs> more gigs." <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. I mean, how you know, people don't understand. It's like the, like how relative that is, how much work we do. Like I have people say, oh man, you're always working. And I'm always like, man, it's not enough. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like you see other people doing other stuff and you're like, God dang, you know, I feel like I got to be doing more. And other people look at you and you're like, man, you're busting your ass. And you're like, is it, you know, it's no, no wonder people get caught up in that. Right. It's a kind of a crazy business. Yeah, it's never, it's never enough. Like if, if I, like I, I talked to us before, I said, if I look, if I look, if I talked to myself 10 years ago and I said, Hey man, you're going to be touring the world. You're going to be headlining clubs. You're going to do comedy for a living and you're not going to be happy. <laughs> I'd be pissed. You know? <laughs> <That's so fucking laughs> <true>. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, I mean, no wonder there's so much like, like craziness in our business. Right. And people fucking like depression and stuff. Cause it's because there's nothing better than being on stage and you're doing all that shit, but let's face it. We're really only on stage for a little over an hour or so at night. If that, you know, and the rest of the time is traveling and all that other shit. You know, and it, yeah. it's just like, you know what I mean? It, it's just fucking crazy. You know, That's I had the worst an interest. Part, the worst part. Airports, airports are probably the worst oh. part of this gig traveling. And like, like you said, we're, we bust our ass. We promote the shows. We put this material together and then we're gone for like a weekend and we're only performing for four hours. You know, like it's, yeah. it's a lot of time, a lot of dead space. Yeah. It's like being a porn star who suffers from premature ejaculation. Uh, you know, you're only in there for a few minutes and all this camera setting up and it's over, you know, took longer to set up, took longer to focus the camera. It did for me to hold my load. Um, you know, and and not only that now, and and this is something I was just talking to somebody about, but this social media stuff, you know, having, having the, 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 the videos to put out and, you know, I I went to bed last night at three in the morning. My wife said, what are you doing? I'm like talking to some whore. Um, you know, but, you you know, but I mean, I mean, cause that's what she was thinking, you know? And, but I'm just yeah. sitting there like editing a clip, you know, like that came out to like just two clips for like a minute, minute and a half, but it took me like two or two yeah. and a half hours just to get it right. You know? And, it, and it's, it's just never ending. It's never ending. That's, that's another thing that 
one of my goals this year was to get my social media numbers up. And all it is is being consistent and putting yourself out there and just like just literally being consistent. It doesn't even have to be good or bad. It's just like honestly, my I used to have like big production videos where I would get like camera guys, lighting, actors, extras, and they're still up on YouTube and they have like six hundred views. And right. then I'll just post a, a crowd work clip and it has two million views. It's just like people want quick stuff and they just want they just they they just want to see something like five seconds, dude. It's crazy. And uh, my numbers yeah. have gone up like crazy. Like I literally, like six months ago, I probably throughout all my pages, I had maybe fifteen thousand followers with Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I started posting videos about five, four or five months ago, and then now I'm over one hundred and seventy-five thousand nice. followers just from posting clips of like crowd work moments that happen at a show that will never ever happen again. You know, like just some yeah. easy. Yeah moment it's crazy it's 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 amazing how a lot of comics are doing that and uh, a lot of comics are taking over the social media thing because it used to be just a bunch of kids dancing but now you're seeing more <laughs> comedians which i think is great yeah i i do and you know that's a it's huge like somebody was just telling me the little things like i would i was if i videoed my set it would be horizontally with my phone and somebody recently says no you got to do it straight up you want to have your whole body in it kind yeah. of thing and, and I just did it recently enough, but that it came out like this small. <laughs> I don't know what I did fucking wrong because I put it on TikTok. It looks like a fucking postage stamp. You know, it looks like somebody's trying to write, you know, it's like, ah, oh, shit. I, and that was one of the things I did last night. I spent all that time so I could put a postage stamp on TikTok. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's just fucking crazy, dude. That would be right. actually it, a funny video, a funny video of you saying, comedians over 40 trying to make reels <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> you know calling up people looking for you know uh, youtube to tour you're going on youtube to figure out how to put a video on youtube uh you know but you're right there is an attention deficit you know it's like uh you see that you see like you, you know, that's the thing these you want to do 30 seconds 25 40 nothing, anything under a minute you know these little quicks yeah. and uh instead of trying to put this whole thing I'm still amazed, though. Um, I, I I had a, had an incident this week. It was kind of funny. I posted. Um, oh, I should have had I should have had my Ben run this thing. But did you watch you watch the interview from the World Cup? You're a big soccer fan, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm watching that shit all week. But the the American player, when the Iranian um, uh, journalist questioned him, you, did you see that video? And he asked uh, something to the effect like, "I know you say you support the Iranian people." But uh, you continue to pronounce our country incorrectly. It's Iran, not Iran. You know, and the guy's like, well, I apologize. <laughs> Thanks so much and shit. Right. And he did this thing. He goes, how do you feel representing a country that has, you know, has racism and blah, 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 blah. And the guy had a great, he was great. He was a professional. He was like, look, I, I lived all over the world. Uh, there's racism everywhere. But I just, it's good to see that there's progress. You know, we're working to fix it and kind of shit like that. As opposed, And I just thought it was funny. I did a radio uh, talk show uh, Friday for the opening. You know, you do morning radio for fucking club. And the guy was yeah. talking about it. The guy was talking about it. And he goes, it was great the way the guy spoke. I go, yeah, if that was me, I would have been like, yes. Okay, I'll correctly, I'll pronounce Iran correctly. But if you wouldn't mind telling your government uh, to pronounce our country correctly, it's, it's United States of America, not death to America. It's a fucking difference. <laughs> and... Uh, it, it, but I had I had a comic I won't mention his name, but uh, he posted on my on my Instagram reel. 
he's like, oh, you know, this is a lazy premise or racist. Da, 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 da. I'm like, dude, I don't go into your fucking lame videos and critique them. You know, I thought that was really yeah. like, have you ever you ever had that? You ever have fucking another comic critique your fucking social yeah. media video? I uh, I've had comics troll my page and I just I I always say thanks for watching, bro. You know, just <laughs> that's it. shit, man. They're just they're just trying to like because you'd be surprised, man. A lot of these trolls like aren't even real people. They're just robots yeah. that have accumulated just copy copying what other p- pissed off people said. And when a comic does it, it's not really a real comic who does that. He's just a fucking he's a bitter comic. Who is it? <laughs> I'll, I'll just that's say what, that he's, my, he's Iranian. That's he's Iranian. My, you gotta do my you gotta do my podcast, man. My podcast, we drop names. We yeah. we, we at them. <laughs> Who is it? That's <laughs> comic Paul. It's <laughs> comic Paul Favara out of Chicago. I know Paul. And we worked. To, yeah, we're friends and stuff. That's why I was like, what you know? I mean, he's a he's Iranian, so I figured, okay, maybe he's, he took a little personally. You know, he's like that was. You know, because I said, look, it was just a fucking social media thing. You know, it's not like I'm like, you know what I mean? You're not doing it on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like people that correct your post on social media. Like, listen, I'm just doing a social media post. I'm not doing a term paper, asshole. You know, I'm sorry I didn't put a comma in the right spot. You know what I'm saying? I I I wonder if he was offended by that. But that's another thing, too. I don't think comics can get offended, man. If you're really a comic, this is what we do. We fucking... We talk shit. We make fun of everything, and yeah. you know, like it's who we are. Like you know, I've I've made jokes at a funeral. Like it just, come on, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, that was a, that was the thing that got me. I said, listen, I, I'm sorry you're offended because I wasn't offended. I just feel it was a lazy premise or perhaps racist. I'm like, uh, no, you were just if that's you know, you were fucking offended. Yeah. Let's face it. You know, don't 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 start critiquing it's my fucking comedy. Premise. It's not even a premise. It's just a quick fucking one liner TikTok Instagram joke. Yeah, you know, know, exactly. And and that's, you know, that's just the thing. It's like, and that, and and then I was working with somebody He's like you said, he's like, why are you even addressing it? You know, it doesn't even fucking matter. Like, like you said, Hey, thanks for watching. You know, thanks for your unsolicited advice. You know, I appreciate it. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, just kind of fucking stupid. Uh, But yeah, man. So uh, you got haters. Yeah, man. I got a lot of haters. You know, because I remember. I remember about a year or two ago, I had a, a situation. I was talking to Trix, and Trix was laughing. He goes, "Dude, that means you're fucking working. That means you're doing good when you got fucking haters, you know, because they're fucking pissed, right?" right? You haters, that means you're fucking. That means people are trying, are jealous of you. You know, they're jealous of you. People are cheering against you. If you surprised, man, um, I've lost a lot of friends in this business that I thought were my friends, as long as I was under them. You know, as really? soon as I started working more than them, then they started talking shit which i realized wow you're not my friends you guys are just either opportunists or waiting to see what i can do for them or get them bookings or you know hang out in my circle just you never know man it's 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 honestly it's probably like this in every business but what are you gonna do you know it is if you're if you got haters that's a good thing man and you are you're just pushed through because there's always going to be people that are like you or want to be like you or are rooting for you and the other side, you know? Yeah, I, I, that's true, man. And, and it is weird like that, you know? It's like, I mean, there, I mean, listen, there, I can't, I'm going to be honest with you in full disclosure. There's some people that I see that are doing well. I'm like, how the fuck did this person get, you know, because <laughs> you're like, you know, and, and you, but at the same time, I'm not like, oh, well, I, I'm not mad or cursing him. I, I'm just, I, I compare it to me. Like, you know, what? I go right back to me. Like, well, what the fuck do I need to do? You know, it's not like 
I'm mad and, and like, oh, that guy that doesn't deserve it. And it's just like, well, fuck, what that? What am I doing? You know, what do I need to do? You know, what am I missing? Yeah, just I, pushing I, me a little further. Yeah, I used to think like that, man. I used to, I used to be on other people's Instagram and like, why does this person have more followers? Why is this person getting this spot? But that's a really bad way to think, man. Honestly, once yeah. I stop giving fuck about everyone else and really focusing on myself, whether it's my stand-up, my writing my scripts, my podcast, my social media, I was so busy on myself that I didn't give a shit about anybody else. And yeah. then my numbers just spoke for themselves. If you have time to look at other people's things, then you're not working hard enough. Man, you're, you're, you know, that's a great point. Be your own cheerleader. Yeah. Be your own cheerleader. Root for yourself and then stay focused on it and it'll, it'll all pay off. Yeah, I agree 100%. And because, you know, that was the big thing for me because people keep asking me, uh, when are you going to work cruise ships, which we're going to talk about. And, um, you know, I, I just, just it's hard for me and my licensed fiduciary profession to be on the, out on the boat for a few days and out of touch a little bit. But, uh, you, you know, you're doing a lot of that. You, this is a, you just started this year or last year uh, working the I ships a lot. Last year. I started last yeah. year and I was doing it really heavy because all the club scene wasn't. Oh, I started it but two years ago, no, like a year and a half ago. And uh, I was doing it really heavy because a lot of the club scene wasn't open yet, like fully full capacity. So the checks weren't as big. I did cruises, but then uh, I slowed down a lot. Clubs opened up again, I'm touring. Um, I tried doing cruises at least once a month, like a week, maybe three to five days. You know, uh, what's, what's been really great about the cruise ships is that. I've gotten to a level where like they put me on the really big ships. So now I don't have to like stay on the ship the whole time. I can fly in and fly out out of a port. Yeah. Which is, kind of I heard cool. that. Yeah. A lot of people talk about it. It's different. You know, like, do you feel like, do you feel different? I know then cruise ships, it's almost in a, it's a corporate gig in a sense because you have, it's very, you know, uh, how do you say, uh, watch, you know, there's a lot of things you could, you could fuck up a lot, you know, uh, do you feel yeah. different? Where do you prefer? Do you prefer performing in a nightclub or on the boat? Um, honestly, performing at the, on a cruise ship, it's a completely different vibe than a, a, a land gig because it makes you work harder because what I do is like, you're allowed to repeat yourself, right? You, you, you can do like the same jokes again, if you want to on, uh, on particular nights. But what I do is I tell everyone from the beginning, Hey guys, if you like me, come back to the next show. I'm going to do something completely different. So I challenge myself. And I make it feel like it's summer camp and we're coming back. So by the end of the last show, I have a whole, it's super packed. And I'm really forcing myself to try new material and push and push and like write. I spend the whole day riding in the ship, writing jokes and then putting the pieces together. And it's honestly, it's made me a, a really strong comic. You know, it's like my open mic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Delavalle said that to us uh, when he was on the show. He mentioned that it, because you're just writing new 30 minute clips. It's like every, it's like isn't, all you're doing is writing. Isn't, the whole Jimmy, isn't, isn't Jimmy using other people's material though? They <laughs> <laughs> were calling people out on this fucking show. <laughs> That's, what I, That's what I heard. Hey, he's going to call me. Hey, Dougie, hey, a fucking guy with the fro. Um, guy, I'm fucking, I'm fucking, I'm fucking love Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's, probably one of, Jimmy's probably one of the nicest guys in the world, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. Uh, well, let me ask you that when it comes to writing, cause that's a big part now. Like I want to write, I want to write a part for dry bar. Cause I have, a, I have the, uh, the potential to get into that. So I'm trying to write all new shit. I really, I really want to just put the bed. I want to take all the material I've, I've cultivated and polished over the last 15 years and make it my album. 
you know, my, and then yeah. put it to bed you just, and then start. What are you waiting for? Just shoot it already. Throw it away. That's it. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, cause what I've been doing, it's like, I've been having these bits and then I, they were polished, they're refined. There's, they're, you know, they've just been getting better. So instead of just throwing away all this, let's say the certain premises or certain themes of the jokes, I stuck with them and I kept writing it better and better and better, but now it's time to, it's, you know, it's about it and, and move on. Uh, is it, what, what would you say is like the inspiration when you, if you're going to sit down and write, where do you start? Like, what is the first thing you do? Well, I don't sit down when I write. When I, the way I write is I go to a place I've never been before, a crowded place, and I walk around. I observe. I look around. I look at families. I look at, like, I, I go somewhere where I've never been before. I'll, I'll go to, like, to, like, a mall I've never been to with a different type of demographic, whether it's Asian people, black people, white people, or anywhere I've never been to, and I just kind of just sit there, have coffee, and just observe. And then yeah. I kind of take that, and then I put, like, my own sense into what I would do if I lived here or just I see how families are with their kids or and I think about my family and I, I that's how I, I I go I go places I that's, what, that's how I write I literally go yeah. I move around I can't great, sit down it, and write I can't I, sit I, down I think, and write I literally it's so hard like I I, yeah. I I blank I need to see things I go to the park I go to a museum I'll go to wherever anywhere it's anywhere anywhere to get me out of my comfort zone like where I'm not comfortable then that's right. why I get the best material. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's great. I think I heard a few bunch of people mention that to me. The, the, the creative, the creativeness only occurs when you're in motion, you know, number one. And I think that's a great idea because that sounds similar. Like when people ask me, how do you come up with topics or what your stories are for the podcast? I will basically yeah. go to a news source. I'll go to Yahoo News or I'll go to and I'll just scan through stuff. And, and I'll, I'll necessarily just come up with a theme just from seeing a story. I may not do the story. Yeah. But the theme of that story just kind of sparks an interest of like, hey, you know, you ever think about this shit? You know, uh, that's a great yeah. point. Uh, like and, I just wrote, I just wrote a new bit. I just wrote a new bit right now because my mother in law just was texting me, and I go, oh my god! And then I just I wrote a whole new five minutes right now, just roasting her. <laughs> <laughs> it's it seems like sometimes writing gets a little easier, right? The longer we're in this, it gets a little easier because it's so much easier to find two things. It's easier to find uh, the funny and simple things. And then, yeah. you know, we become such, we become such wordsmiths that we could put, we can make it funny with just a few, within a sentence, you know, by, yeah, as, soon by, as, by, you, by, as soon as, as soon as you find out, if you figure out the timing with anything, it's all it is. All a good joke is it's great timing. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So once you, I, once you master the timing, you literally, you, you can be the best comedian in the world. Yeah. Cause you know, because in the idea of writing clean, you know, I mean, I, I've mentioned this a hundred times in the show, but Rich Voss taught me that. He goes, hey, one day you're not going to just be writing, telling these jokes. You're going to be saying things that are funny, you know, and and like one yeah. of the first jokes I ever wrote with that with that philosophy was I'm in a good mood because I fit in this coat. You know, it's just a simple fuck. It's two lines, you know, and it's yeah. it's a funny comment, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. and that and that's the way to go. Um, all right. So this is our segment we call, let me ask you, and I've already asked you a bunch of stuff here, uh, Jack jr. But, uh, let's go over a few things. Um, cake or pie. Ooh, <laughs> depends who's making the cake <laughs> or pie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what time of year is it? Is it the holidays? Because it. if, if it's the holidays, I'm going with pie. Yeah. If it's just a regular freaking Tuesday, I'm going with cake. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, you know, did you, uh, what is your favorite pie? 
My favorite pie would probably be apple pie. Really? A little ice cream on top? Oh yeah, <laughs> or pecan <laughs> pie. I like. I actually pecan pie. I'm going with pecan, 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 pecan. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good thing. Uh, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Yeah. Hundred percent. LeBron James, not even close. There's nothing I like about LeBron James. I like Michael Jordan because he was loyal to a team, to his teammates. You know, like just the whole branding, like he's a great businessman. He's a gambler like me. I just, he's, he wears <laughs> earrings, <laughs> you know? Yeah. LeBron James, nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to see LeBron James as a Miami Heat fan. I had season tickets his whole run here. And, uh, you know, I, I lost all respect for him when he complained about cramps. I think it was against yeah, in the 100%. playoffs. Again, remember when he had fucking cramps? Cramp. Take some Tylenol and play. <laughs> yeah, take some, take some Midol. What do the women take when they get Midol, cramps? Midol, yeah, Midol. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, should student loans be forgiven? No. I don't know. I never went to school, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's going to mess up my – if it's going to screw with my money, if it doesn't mess with me, forgive them. But if something happens later that, hey, man, we're in debt because we did this, then don't forgive them. Well, it basically costs about $500 billion, which will hit the American taxpayer. So that would hit you. And uh, don't forgive them. Yeah, fuck them. I mentioned this to somebody. To take $10,000 off somebody's debt at 7%, it only frees up less than $200 a month. You know, if you want yeah, to yeah. fuck up my day just because to save you $200 a month, get a job, lazy fuck. Yeah, or um, don't forgive them. Just, or don't forgive them. Just freaking... Like forgive them, but just that just own them for like thirty years. Like have them pay back slowly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, not a bad thing. Maybe you should come work with me in my fiduciary office. Um, Maybe I could if I could pronounce fiduciary. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny. Like I mentioned to you before the show, uh, Steve Giorgino said you got to do more jokes about that. So I'm trying to input it a little bit here and there to try funny, see if things work. And just the word itself yeah. is funny, fiduciary. You know, there's a douche in there. Yeah, I'm a douche. Um, uh, will you ever go to a Will Smith movie again? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Who else is going to save the world? <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you feel about all that? You're a comic. I mean, everybody, every so far, everybody who's been on the show stands behind Chris Rock and the way he handled it. But, I feel uh, like it was all it was all staged, and they were both in on it. There's so you many still different. Feel that, huh? There's just so many things going on at the time, you know, and the Chris Rock went on tour right away. Like that was just, I don't know. It could have been, I don't know. It's just, you never know. It's Hollywood, man. Hollywood. You never know what I, I, I'm a conspiracy. I, I, I think about what was deeper be, behind the scenes. What, something might've happened that day, like in Iraq or freaking in Lebanon that made us yeah. focus on this on the internet. Like the, the internet went crazy when Will Smith did that. So what was, yeah. what was really happening? What was behind the scenes? You know, yeah, yeah. what did North Korea do? What did, uh, you know, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point. Uh, okay. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Yeah. hundred percent. Messi yeah. just looks like he just took a shit. He's like this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was, I, was just, <laughs> I was just saying, <laughs> he's always got that. 
He's always got that face that like just like he's just confused. Yeah. Uh, I like Ronaldo, man. Ronaldo. I've been a fan of Ronaldo for a very long time, and uh, he. I think he's the goat. He, yeah. I think he's way better. He's way better. I, I think he's. I think I don't know. Yeah, Ronaldo, hundred percent. Are you voting? Are you are you cheering for anybody in the World Cup that's still left in it? Yeah. Um. Who did I bet on? Oh yeah, the, the Netherlands. I'm cheering for them to win. Yeah, they look strong, man. They look strong. They win. If they win, I win like fifteen hundred bucks. So yeah. Nice. Well, we had so far. You got Brazil and Portugal beat the shit out of uh, Switzerland today. Ronaldo oh, sure. did not start, which was interesting. They didn't start Ronaldo, and they were no up way. like four nothing. Yeah, he didn't start today, and uh, he announced and you know that he's going to be Ronaldo. Probably didn't start because he uh, has a sponsorship with a Swiss watch company called Tag. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's. Why. I, I thought. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say he didn't start because there was a war in uh, Lebanon today, and they wanted to have more shit <laughs> on, the, on the bucket, you know, to distract. Um, do you have any pre-show rituals, Jack? Yeah, I tell myself this uh, in the mirror. I do red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, and I go make the guys want to be you and make the girls want to fuck you. Yeah. There you go. Sounds pretty good. Red, <laughs> red leather, yellow leather, red, yellow. Red, see, I can't even fucking do it. I'm yeah, eating a dick stuttering. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, do you like, uh, I mentioned this before, but you, you mentioned it, but do you like working on the cruise ships? Like, I think I, you're like me. If I was going to do it, I couldn't do it like two weeks in a row. It just drive me crazy. All that fucking travel. Right. Yeah. And I did being, it for two weeks. One time I did it for two weeks in a row. I actually did it. Um, Christmas. Christmas through January 10th. It was two weeks straight. And it was, I was, I was miserable. I was miserable. I was sad. Yeah. I was homesick. It was really, if it wasn't for FaceTime or WhatsApp, I would have went nuts. Yeah. I could only imagine. Cause you, cause people don't realize that you are kind of like captive. You got to be in your boat. You got to be in your cabin a lot. You know, you, you can't be mingling and all that kind of shit with people. Yeah. It's like you're going, yeah. it's like you're going on vacation by yourself and you have no friends. <laughs> Exactly. It's like going to the prom by yourself. You can yeah, always sit like, in a couple you're, different. You're, you're, everyone looks at you because you're eating by yourself. You don't like the other comic on the ship, so you're just by yourself. So you're just there by yourself eating, and everyone's judging you. Like you're like you're weird, but then they find out you're an entertainer. Then they want to talk to you. But <laughs> it's it's fun for the for the business wise. Like I'm getting a lot of stage time. I'm writing great jokes. I'm making fans. That's awesome. But just being alone sucks. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand that. I was explaining that to another a younger comic. He's like, it must be great to be on the road. I go, when you're, in, when you're in a hotel on Saturday and there's nothing to do, you know, you're sitting there, you wake up at nine in the morning, you get your free breakfast, you go back to your room and you're sitting around till six o'clock, seven o'clock. It could be a bit tedious at times, you know? Yeah. I was uh, just in Canada. I was just in Canada and my hotel room had no TV, no cable, nothing. So oh imagine I had, to, I had to go out and spend money or be bored. So yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's why it's, it's good to travel with somebody uh, and shit like that. But you're right, man. It's, it's kind of, it, there's moments like that where I'll be sitting in a hotel. I'm like, Oh, I, I busted my ass to get here and now I'm here and I'm not even, I'm not even happy. I feel like, you know, until you, of course you get on stage and all that shit yeah. and then you're fucking happy, but all that other shit just drives you crazy sometimes. Um, yeah. 
What is uh what is your most memorable moment? What is your most hold on, let me do that again. Red red leather, yellow leather, red, red yellow, leather, yellow leather, leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow red leather, leather, yellow leather. Okay. Uh what is your most memorable moment in comedy? Uh this past year I taped for uh Arsenio Halls on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was awesome. great, man. It was my my parents were there. My wife was there. My sister was there. Arsenio remembered me from the Ha from years ago. Arsenio came on stage. He gave my parents a shout out. Gabriel Iglesias was there. Gabriel interviewed with Arsenio and he gave me a shout out saying I've known Jack for a very long time. Like he really like co-signed for me. So Arsenio Hall, Gabriel Iglesias, my parents all showed me love. And then I went up on stage and murdered the set. And uh, it was probably one of the best feelings in the world. That's awesome, dude. How how is it to be growing up in comedy? Because like you mentioned, your mom and dad owned the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood. Uh, I mean, how interesting was that? You know, growing up with that. I mean, uh, growing up, it was uh, it was all right. I mean, I was I was always like like a bus boy or washing dishes or sweeping or you know, I was there at a young age, and then I never wanted to do comedy at all, man. I did, never never was interested in it. Uh, it was just, it was just like my parents did. It was, it was like a restaurant slash club and I was always there. But then as I got older, I would start watching comics. Like I, I would see like, I saw like Brian Callen, Maz Gibrani, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, Brad Ernst, Gabriel Iglesias, all, all these great comedians, man. And uh, it was, I fell in love with it as a, as a fan, but never wanted to do it still. Yeah. And once I got, uh, once I got married and divorced and, Lost a lot of stuff, money. I needed therapy. I needed some therapy, and then my dad told me to do comedy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dad, tell tell your dad I said hello. Good dude, and your mom, of course. I, uh, I, I got to go to. I, I'm looking forward to go to the West Coast. I, I'm actually going to be. I'm doing JPs in January. Nice in Arizona. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. And uh, just got to go to. I've been to Cali. I think the last. I think the last time I was there was when we did the uh, NoHo Comedy Festival. Yeah, I'm actually bringing that festival back next year. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. And because everybody, all the sponsors were weed dis- dis- dispensaries, and uh, yeah. I, I, I never took so many edibles in my life. Uh, it, it, was, <laughs> it was so fucking unbelievable. I, I can still remember these these uh, fruity pebble ones. That it was delicious. It was like a brick. Good. Oh my god, dude. They were so good, and I was high as I was high as hell. And I went back to my hotel, and I had that there, and I had the munchies, and they're like a hundred milligram, like, and I ate half of it. I ate a half of it. <laughs> I was ready high, and I was like, I was laying in bed, like dreaming of unicorns, and you know, it was just unfucking believable. I, I, you know, uh, it was so funny. Uh, what's the worst or most embarrassing moment in comedy? My first time ever on stage. <laughs> Yeah, my first time ever on stage. It was at an open mic at the Ha Ha, and I went up there. And when I tell you, for five minutes, maybe, maybe it was maybe it was three minutes. It was so quiet and it wasn't funny. I got off stage and I cried because I'm like, dude, I everyone knows my parents own this place and they're gonna see me forever. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just really fucking sad, man. It was really sad. I didn't I didn't go on stage anymore for like three three i went in my first time ever was like 2008 and i didn't go back on stage to 2010 no shit i was oh terrified my God. i was terrified for two years i was like fuck that yeah people people don't realize how 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 much time will change if you're crushing 
it's like things are just swinging by like you're driving a million miles an hour but when when there's no laughter when the crowd it's you know because some people say you you don't you could be funny and the crowd could be that way it's just sometimes that could be the crowd you know and yeah. and and time just strips by when that is going on you, i mean it's just like you know it's just like oh my god like what the fuck is going on you know now you can hear uh, people like reach in their pocket for change or like the waitress ordering something it's the worst yeah so, or I, the, I, you hear I, the air conditioning go on or a fucking blender from the bar. I I, I, I remember I, I watched the video one time. I was at a club and it was one of those crowds. It was just like, oh, they were just, it was like, like a paper, it felt like a papered room, right? And I remember watching the video I took after and I'm watching the video and this old lady stands up and she goes, I'm going to go outside. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> And I was like, you bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, like, I fucking dare you. Um, you know, I just remember, I, I should have just saved that and put that. That would have been a great viral clip, you know. Um, that would have been. Oh, my God. Uh, and I don't know if you saw this in the news, uh, but uh, coyotes are like attacking people in Northern California in your state. Uh, so I was going to ask you, I don't know if you're aware of it, number one, but number two, since you're a California resident, uh, any advice to those people who, if they're attacked by a coyote? Um, I mean, this happened recently where I lived. A coyote attacked a a child at the park. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're okay, if the if the coyote is attacking your kids, I think you're just not a parent that's watching your kids. <laughs> you know, like be present. <laughs> a lot of on their phone or on the, talking to talking to right. another parent. Be more be, me. Just pay attention. If you're a grown ass man and a coyote fucks you up, that's your fault. Yeah, yeah. There was a I video I saw yesterday. Uh, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw a video. Yeah, I mean, you got like you said, you got to be present. I mean, you can see there's a coyote, you know, wandering around. It's time to grab the kid. Uh, they had a video yesterday of some lady that a, a, a raccoon attacked their, her daughter. It was biting her leg and shit. And the, the mother oh, just I saw grabbed that. the record. Yeah. You see that she had it. She was fucking trying to rip yeah. it and, and throw it and she got bits. So and now they gotta get rabies shots, which is uh which it always sucks. Um, I remember one time I remember one time a dog was biting my son and I didn't want to punch the dog, so I bit the dog. <laughs> and, and the dog <laughs> let the dog the dog cried and went away. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you start going like this, and then yeah. Yeah uh that's great uh do you think the metaverse will work yeah it's already working yeah yeah man it's the future i mean people are uh i mean it's gonna make people freaking weirder and fatter and at home more you know i mean it's gonna i feel like it's gonna i feel like the people that are running the metaverse are gonna be freaking loaded but i'm saying people are people as like american citizens or whatever we're just gonna become homebodies you know at home all the time not want to leave you know um but i i personally don't i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be i'm gonna i'm still gonna be present and out and about but i think it's it is the future you know yeah it is scary i think it's the end of the world uh in a sense it's just to getting people more unsocial and uh more narcissistic because that's uh that's what we need more narcissists in our country yeah totally uh that's exactly uh, uh, exactly right all right uh let's go to did you hear these are some stories that have happened and uh, maybe you may not have heard uh in the last several weeks uh but let's get right to it it's in the, in the subject of the world cup 
Uh, Canelo Alvarez, the Mexican boxer, wants to whoop Messi's ass because he looks like yeah. he just took a shit all the time, as Jack said, uh, after he stepped on the Mexico jersey at a World Cup. Now, here's the yeah, video. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. This is, the, this is them, uh, Argentina, after they beat Mexico. And, Why do they uh, have the Mexican flag in the room, though? Well, it was the shirt, and uh, so he, he didn't step on it. He just kind of kicked it when he took his shoe off, generally because they exchanged jerseys. You know, probably one of the captain of the Mexican team probably gave him his shirt. And if you watch well, the I video... Think it's, it's, it's kind of disrespectful. It is on the floor. Why would it be on the floor? You know, um, if well, it's something out of respect, I would have had it hung, you know, but he, it's on the floor. Well, their jerseys and shit were on the floor. You know, I mean, you know, when I, like I played soccer competitively, professionally and collegiately, you know, you get, you get into the locker room, you take all your shit off. I mean, I looked at it as like, he had, you know, he had the shirt, he put everything on the floor. You know, you just want a world cup game. You're not going to be sitting there hanging up shit like fucking, you know, like Martha, Martha Stewart, you know? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 like you said, I, I like, I like messy. Uh, but, uh, I don't, I, I think he was a little, uh, I think Canelo was a little fucking a little too pissed. He lost. He's a bit sore loser, but I love Canelo as a boxer, by the way. I think he's an awesome boxer. Yeah. Canelo, um, Canelo beat his ass. <laughs> wouldn't he be questioned? I mean, you know, could you imagine? And Messi like this. There you go. Uh, did you know Adidas discussed buying the Yeezy name from Kanye West back in 2018 just to avoid being exposed to having him around? And since this article was placed, boy, has so much happened with Yeezy. I mean, what happened to this fucking guy? Honestly, I, I stopped following Kanye West uh, probably when he started when he when he started dating Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That family, anything that family touches goes to shit. Yeah, it's true. You know? Everyone, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Even their the own who- son, Rob Kardashian, wanted to break away, and he went to shit. You know? The only person who hasn't been affected negatively by being touched with that family is Pete Davidson. Yeah. He's the only one who survived the never, Kardashian curse. You never know. He he. Could. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could have a big ward on his cock right now, for all we know. Yeah, he probably he has, he has a car, car wartian. <laughs> <laughs> car wartians. Uh, I'm sure she'd come up with some cream to cut and cover it up or get rid of it. Yeah. Um, all right. A Texas father is raising money after his girlfriend burned his house down because she was upset. Another woman answered the phone. Well, that doesn't seem to be fair. Yeah. That's crazy. People are just people are just start GoFundMe for anything. Oh my God! I mean, I mean, listen, jealous jealousies out there. You ever you ever have a real jealous uh, jealous woman in your history? Yeah, my ex was super jealous. Yeah. But she had to write to me because I was cheating on her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not like I didn't give her a reason. Um, she goes, oh, are you cheating on me? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, well good for being honest i had a, i had an ex-girlfriend one time completely uh keyed my fucking forerunner and bent my uh girlfriend's fucking like went to my i go see another girl and she, was, she came to the, my apartment 
knew my new girlfriend's car and started bend her up or fucking windshield wipers and shit. Oh man. You know, and it's funny. She goes, how do you know? How do you know I keyed your car? I said, because you put a big K on my fucking trunk or my hood, which for Tim, I'm assuming <laughs> that's who, who did it. <laughs> See, um, now, uh, for those of you getting older, here's a great story. Air India has ordered its cabin crew to dye their hair, report says. So you can't be looking old if you work for Air India. Oh, wow. That's crazy. It's okay if you smell like shit, but just make sure you I have no gray hair. I <laughs> dye your hair, but don't shower. <laughs> We're okay with that. <laughs> you can so smell stupid. like curry. You can smell like curry, but don't want the gray hair. Uh, ben, are we posting these stories? Am I going too fast? Um, this is, uh, yeah, there you go. You see the lady in the gray hair sitting in the second window from behind? I never uh, even knew there was an Air India. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the planes are made out of wood. Um, <laughs> Air India. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is a great story. Thai man arrested after promoting crystal meth as a skin brightener on TikTok. See, that's why nice. I'm not getting all the views. You know? Time. Yes, just Time. just takes just take some of this crystal meth and put it on your face. It helps. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um you think they're gonna ban TikTok? You worried about Chinese oh. government knowing all of all your shit? They've been saying I mean I've read so many stuff about TikTok. I think TikTok is, 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 is Ch- China's doing the long-term game. Like they know what's up, man. Their kids are smarter than ours right now. Our kids are dancing and doing dumb shit. And their kids are like studying to be scientists on TikTok. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it's, yeah, it's, it's very sad. If you look at our, if you think about our future, like I thought I'd actually do a bit about this right now. I asked my son what he wants to do when he grows up. And he says a YouTuber, like that's his, like, that's his, yeah. that's his, like, I used to want to be a fireman, a police officer, a scientist. Like these kids want to be YouTubers. Like that's their goal. Like that's a goal yeah. of theirs. It's yeah. sad. That's not a dream. Yeah. yeah. I saw the video you placed. Like you're like, ah, you're walking away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a typical it was so funny because when you did that oh it's like you hear every fucking kid the minute they don't get what they want yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> all right speaking of uh worthlessness getting into the most highly and holy of places every monk in a thai temple defrocked after testing positive for meth i guess they had seen the tiktok video <laughs> Because monks are supposed to be pure, you know, and pure as hell. Yeah, I've uh, seen monks at casinos, bro. Yeah, that's that's not pure. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Is it intimidating if you're playing poker and there's a monk sitting there and he's looking at you, going, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) "Does he have the ace?" Mm." I always wonder where they kept their money because they don't have pockets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's somewhere in the fold. Yeah. Uh, rats blamed for eating through $1.3 million of joints worth of uh, nice. marijuana in India. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and oddly That's enough, true. there was uh, thousands of rats that made it to the local Domino's pizza shortly thereafter. 
<laughs> and and, uh, and $1.2 million of Doritos were destroyed at a local bodega. I wonder who ratted. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you rats ratted us out? <laughs> uh, it's the rat with the fucking Cheech and Chong t-shirt. All right. And our last did you hear, this was a great story. Dog shoots owner dead after stepping on his shotgun. So, so much wow. for being man's best friend. That's hilarious. The gun was, the dog was, the gun was left on the floor and the dog was, Hey, Hey, take me for a walk. Take me for a shit. Oop, I guess How I'm not going for a walk. That's crazy. He, yeah, he, uh, yeah, the the gun was loaded. How did, how did that? How did that story come out? Who who said that? The dog said that. I don't understand. <laughs> who reported it? <laughs> who reported it? The person who reported it is the shooter. And it wasn't yeah. me. It was fucking Timmy, the dog. <laughs> yeah, it's the same dog that ate my fucking homework. Yeah. Um. All right. So here we are. We're at that moment in time. This is the fun part where we actually play a game called Let's Associate. Uh, Jack Jr., have you ever done word association? Sure. <laughs> they, yeah, basically, it's like a it's like a psycho, psychiatrist type thing. If I say good, you say bad. Yeah, yeah, typical word association. So I have a few words for you. Now, you don't have to just say one word. If it's more interesting, if you have a story or it just reminds you of something particular uh, that the word or phrase brings you to. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Start start the clock. Uh, our first word, hack. Comic. <laughs> Now, you, as somebody who worked at, at your parents on the club, if somebody was hacked, did you ever tell somebody that who worked at the club? Did, did the, yeah, did the, did, I said that's, that joke's been done before by 10 people. Yeah. That's it. It's good to tell people that, right? Because I've, I've, I've been outgoing, especially if I like the person. You know, I want them to know so they don't look stupid in front of somebody else, you know? Yeah. And I've had people say, why do you bother? I'm like, well, you know, I mean, you know, you just, they, maybe I they don't know. know. They, yeah, I would want to know if somebody's heard the joke, you know, or if it's something. Um, yeah. okay. Uh, next, uh, phrase running the light. Hack comic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I meant to say black comic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you trying to say that most time, uh, I was at a show and the guy was doing a guest spot supposed to do five minutes, did fucking oh, nine minutes. Those. The guest spots fucking get him out of here. That's why I don't like giving guest spots, man, because they always run the light. Because five minutes is never enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, like, guest spots should mean, in the rooms I run, is somebody, A, who's a professional comic that happens to be in town, that, or somebody who's auditioning. You know, they just want to see them. You know, you maybe give them a spot. Uh, but, you know, to give just guest spots out, it's like, you know, hey, I want to get a guest spot. Well, you know. And... Uh, you know, any particular rules? If you're going to do a guest spot, any advice you give a comic if they're going to do a guest spot? What are two, one or two golden rules you should follow when you're doing a guest spot? Don't run the light and be funny because you'll never get a spot again. How true is that? How true is that it's where comics want to get in a spot, right? And then they go up and they eat a dick and they just ruined it, you know? Yeah, they ruined they ruin the, the, ruin the vibe of the show or... Or if they do bad and then they yell at the audience, oh, you guys are you guys are tired. You guys are ah. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. It's never the audience's fault, everybody. Um, our third our third word, booking. Booking. Are these all comedy related? <laughs> booking. Um. Uh, 
this is a good one. I, I mean, I honestly feel like a lot of comedians do this. Um, if you're sending me avails, if if you're a if you're this is a this is for all the comedians that are watching. If you're sending avails to a booker and you are always available, I do not want to book you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> if nobody's booking you, I will not book you. So when you send your avails, never say, "Hey, I'm free all of November." That's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, you can't send your veils January first through December thirty first. I'm available. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I actually just started adjusted my normal. Uh, uh, you know, when I send the veils to, to comedy clubs. You know, I basically put. I said, "Here's where I've been and where I'm going to be." You know, and I put all you know all the dates I'm going to be and stuff. So, a they get it. One, they go, "Wow, oh, this person's working." You know, like you just said, and uh, you know, B. Um, that, uh, they, listen, if there's something in between, maybe they can fit it in. Uh, that's the way to do it. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, you know, maybe, um, uh, my material, my material that what, what's associated with that. It's my material. <laughs> um, I think, uh, every comic, I think every comic, my material, huh? Every comic has their own material. Um, right. A lot of comics, a lot of comics are uh, sometimes are confused with what's hacky material, and what's real material. A lot of real material is uh, personal stories or uh, something that no one else can say. If you're doing a story about a car in a parking spot, you know that's kind of a hack material. So it's it's pretty much a stock joke. You know, you know what a stock joke right. is not your material. It's a like, hey guys, you're in show business. Get your foot off the stage. That's so hacky, you know. Um, but yeah. yeah, I guess that your own material is material that is uh, no one else can do. It's your story. It's your life. Your your everything. It's you, 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 yeah. you. You know, you know. If you yeah. you could tell a story about a water bottle, uh, everyone can do a story about a water bottle. But how is this water bottle about you? You know, what did this do for you? That's your material. Yeah, and, and your story behind it. I, I once had somebody in New York uh, come up to me after the show, unsolicited comic, and he says, you know, you do this Asian voice, that's hacky. I'm like, yeah, I understand, but I'm talking about my wife, who I've been with for a quarter of a century. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's my, yeah. it's coming from my perspective, the normal cultures. Yeah, it's my, it's coming from that. So it's not like, you know, I didn't purposely marry an Asian woman just so I'd have material, you know? I mean, you know, it's like I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I weigh fifty pounds more than I do because I just want to do fat guy jokes. There um, you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we covered this one, uh, but uh, killing it, killing it, killing it. I think a lot of comics uh, use this word very loosely. They always go, dude, this guy's killing it. I think you can only be killing it if you're doing a headlining set and you're doing more than 45 minutes and it's nonstop laughs. If yeah. you just do the 10-minute spot and he's killing it, I mean, you've had a great set. You know, killing it should be very, like, not everyone should. It's like saying, I got a standing O. Did you really? Or did four people stand up, you know? Yeah, Standing yeah. O's when the entire room stands up. Killing it should be like, yo, Killing it is like, yo, you did an hour, you freaking killed it, you know? I don't want to hear right. a fucking a five-minute guest spot said, yo, man, I killed it. 
Five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not killing it. You're five minutes is a you're supposed to. good set. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed, if you're doing five minutes, you're supposed to kill it because you're going to do throw in your best five minutes. Right. I mean, that's the way it goes. And by the way, yeah, what I'll add to that is you should never say you killed it. Leave that up to other people. Uh, nothing irks me more when somebody says, I killed it tonight. And you're like, yeah. Anybody else? I'm anybody else now, anybody, right? Yeah. Anybody else want to second that? And um, uh, shit talking. Shit talking. I feel like this happens every single day on social media. Everyone talks shit. Everyone, everyone that's talking shit isn't doing anything people that talk shit are not doing anything that's going to help you keep your mouth shut and your work will show your work will talk your shit for you yeah i think i think it's important even even to this day me i guess i get caught up in things and like even with that last thing i mentioned earlier you know i actually responded to the person where i should have just said ah like you said thanks for watching and uh you yeah. know spend less time doing that you know and I think it's great advice for everybody. <clears throat> and yeah. um, and here's uh, our last uh, expression of word, threesomes. Threesomes. Nice. <laughs> That's the first word that came in my head. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know, right? <laughs> is there anything, is there ever a bad threesome? Um, you've been yeah. in threesomes, right, Jack? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Good time. You should take this into the yeah the comedy. What's your most memorable threesome and your least memorable, <laughs> or most embarrassing threesome? The most amazing one was with a booker. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and a guest spot who ran the light. I guess um, <laughs> the worst one was the headliner and the opener. Fucking <laughs> 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 great. Well, there you go. Well, that's all we have time for here on the Wake Up Blade with Dougie Show. I want to thank Jack Jr. Asadorian for joining us today here on the Wake Up Play with Dougie show. And uh, you got plenty of shit coming up. You want to share anything coming up in the near future? When does this come out? Is this live right now? Uh, Wednesday night we'll air it. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on tour right now. All my shows are on jackjrcomic.com. Hopefully you guys can add it there, jackjrcomic.com. All my social media stuff, check it out, a lot of videos. But I will be going on a heavy tour next year. I'm always working and hope to see you guys soon. There you go. You're going to see him, see him very energetic. Always like every time I see Jack, like he says, yeah, I know this is his material. We mentioned that, but you would think he's making the shit up. You know, it just, it just flows out naturally. So that's the kind of comedy I love to see. And uh, so thanks for joining us, uh, Jack Jr. And uh, if you're ever in North in the North Hollywood, visit the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Say hello to dad, uh, Jack's parents. Great room. Always a lot of great comics there as well. As for me, I'm going to be in Rock Hill, South Carolina this Thursday night at the uh, Brass Tap, headlining the room. Next week on th Thursday, I'm going to be in the loft in Augusta, Georgia. And on Saturday, I'm going to be at the block in Fort Walton Beach, Florida at the Comedy Zone. Go to DougieAlmeida.com for more dates. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We like to build that so we can get our own name in the YouTube URL. And, of course, uh, follow me at all my social media. God bless. Take care. And we'll see you next time right here at the same spot.